This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass! illegal it's frowned upon like masturbating on an airplane i'm pretty sure that's illegal too yeah maybe after 9-11 where everybody gets sensitive it's all about connections it's sick of a cock and ass and tits mm -hmm. and butthole pleasures it's not about butthole pleasures at all paging dr faggot dr faggot you have an absolutely breathtaking height I mean, that thing is good. I want to be friends with it. I like to leave my socks on during sex. Holy sweet flying fuck! You're hilarious. I think that pretty much sums it up. And welcome to another edition of Let the Liquor Do the Talking. My name is Cooter. I'm Joel. And this is episode 60 of LTLDTT. What up, Joel Dog? What's going on? I've been listening to sound bites all day, trying to determine whether it's Yanni or Laurel. Yeah, welcome to the Laurel versus Yanni pod, the official pod of Yanni versus Laurel, where all we talk is Yanni versus Laurel sound bites. Yeah, we're going to fuck this out a little bit more than it already is. <laughs> uh, so today's show, we're going to get into that. That debate that's kicking the internet's dick off. Uh, gambling's been legalized for sports betting. Uh, the Browns are on hard knocks. The Cavs are fucking falling apart. And we got another bonus feature on shitting. So let's jump right into it, Joel. This is what the internet is on fire about. So that whole time, all I hear is the word Laurel. Yeah, all right. So 12 hours ago, I woke up and listened. This is the first time I heard it because you sent me a text or you and Davey were texting with me when I was sleeping. Yeah. So I woke up and said that. I, I played it. I was like, oh, Yanny. Yanny. Right. Yanny. And it's like, who, who thinks it's Laurel? There's a little R sound in there. It's just Yanny. Yanny. <laughs> Took a shower, uh, went into work, and then... Um, I decided to put plug my headphones in and listen to it. Still sound like Yanny. It kind of sound like Gary though. <laughs> sound like Gary, Gary. <laughs> so like, all right, I'm gonna make a conscious effort to try to pick out Laurel, and then I the the A O the A U R like popped. And I heard Laurel. Wow! 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 Yeah, wow! Wow! And then it turned into. Uh... <laughs> it, it did eventually turn into Laurel. Yeah. And um, now it's Laurel. So, so the same thing sort of happened for me. The first time I heard it, I heard Yanni. And then that was on my phone. I was listening to it. Then an hour later, I came back to it and played it. on. My, I was trying to find the same clip. And I, I thought I hit the same clip and it was saying Laurel. So I thought it was just people fucking with you and changing the sound on YouTube. Like changing the pitch or something. But it just like... I, something happened and then i tried it on my computer and i heard laurel 
uh, and then, but eventually what just happens is like your ears get used to it. Once you hear Yanni and Laurel, uh, you're able to sort of hear both. So now I hear both. Like uh, I hear Yanni the first time, which is like the high pitched version of it. And then as I listen to it, as it continues, then I hear like the all, because it's like Yanni, Yanni. And somehow Laurel comes out the ass end of it. It's fucking weird, but it's essentially, I don't know, the internet's on fire about it. The reason we're talking about it is because it's the most fucking popular thing. Basically, this little clip someone found on Reddit of, uh, basically the backstory is that it was recorded as the word Laurel. Some opera singer recorded the word Laurel for, like, dictionary.com. And a Laurel, I don't know if you you know this from playing Diablo, Joel, but it's like a crown, like a Greek crown. Oh, uh, I thought it was like a name. No, yeah, it's uh, it's some kind of like a it's head headwear, and uh, so yeah, it was recorded as Laurel, and through like getting loaded up onto the internet, kind of got distorted or whatever, and some kid found it and was like, thought it so- sounded like Yanni, and his other friend was like, no, this is Laurel. I'm doing a project on Laurel. That's what I got this sound clip for. And then through Reddit, the magic of fucking weirdos on Reddit, it just spread like wildfire. And then some some like influencer on instagram got a hold of it and put like is this yanni or laurel and that's and then it went fucking nuts because it's crazy you could play this in a room so my coworkers did it six people were in a room they played the soundbite and three of them thought it was yanni and three of them thought it was laurel so it just it's an optical illusion for your ears basically it really is too like the first time i listened to it i listened to it on uh your your youtube video you made like and then like, related what there was a bunch of related ones, and like the first time I clicked on, like they said, "Oh yeah, it's like ABC News." They're set. They scientists say if you can hear it better, it's gonna sound like Yanni. It's like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, no, I got good here. I got good here. I don't got shit here, like all you Laurel folks. And then, you know, by noon after it got through the Gary phase, uh, <laughs> I have my headphones off. Back to the original situation I was in when I first heard Yanni. Now it's still Laurel. Right. Like, as the days been going along, it's like Laurel, Laurel, Laurel. Well, well, yeah. That, then they were trying to like find out if it was like a demographic thing. Like, do do poor black people hear Laurel and like Rich Whitey hears Yanni or like? Oh. But uh, but no. I think once you start hearing Laurel, it's what you. I think it's easier to hear Laurel, and then uh, it's hard. I think it's hard to go back to Yanni. But like, like I said, it's just it's just your brain interpreting it. But it's it's sort of like a Matrix thing. It makes you kind of question like how all your perceptions are like. Like okay, if 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 your ears can hear two totally different things on on one sound, like is that how smell works for people and taste and like visuals and stuff? You know, everyone sees a little bit different shit all the time. It's, oh, one hundred percent. Like that super stupid, trippy, stupid blue, gray, gold, whatever the fuck dress that was. That that one was stupid because that was just a shitty picture. Um, <laughs> it wasn't as cool as the sweet sound. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah well, i mean it's like uh it's like that it's like if you draw like uh those two lines like with arrow ends at the end where the arrows are inverse the two lines look like they're different sizes right or like lines and then one line goes crooked and it looks like it's like the, the lines are all are all faded or or if you're looking at like two faces and you're like oh that those are two faces it's like no it's a vase in the middle joe what the fuck are you drinking over there we haven't even gotten That's into it. this this is this is liquortalk.com. Let the liquor do the talking. It's not fucking Laurel Talk. <laughs> you got a Jericho and a Bud Light? Yeah, I gotta work tomorrow, bud, so I gotta make sure I stay sober. Okay, so you're, 
You're drinking all the hydrators. Uh, yeah. Joel, now that you can actually see me because I got my camera game tight as fuck, I got, this is what you call a natty daddy. Holy <laughs> shit. So, Joel, I went into the liquor store to get a sixer or something good, and I looked at all the six you packs, did. and then I got down to the end, and I saw these natty daddies. It was a 99 cent. <laughs> For a, one of them for a 20 they give you the extra ounce so you get 25 ounces so it's it's four cents an ounce or wait that's not right is that right that's so it's right. five bucks it's essentially five bucks for like 12 and a half beers math is hard but natty daddy goes down easy <laughs> i was in the liquor store <laughs> and uh i saw natty daddy For some reason it's on the top shelf um makes sense but it was Three ninety nine for a sixer of Tall Boys. Oof. So wait, that's an even better deal. <laughs> that's a better deal. Yeah, that's... <laughs> if my math holds true. Yeah, Yanni, it's a better deal. All right, so it's eight percent alcohol, Joel. So now here's the other interesting thing: we were speculating that it had replaced Natural Ice. Uh, it the it did not. Natural Light is still on the shelf. Natural Ice is on the shelf. And Natty Daddy was on the shelf. Natty Ice is like 6.75. This is 8%. So that's kind of like what the health guy was saying on Adam Carolla's show. Like the more booze you can get for the calories. So Natty Daddy is actually probably more healthy for you than like an IPA. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's filtered. You know, most IPAs and craft brews are unfiltered. So, you know, you're getting all that yeast and you're going to have to end up getting a pap smear or whatever whatever girls do when they go to the doctor. <clears throat> but uh, it's not good. I don't recommend it. <laughs> uh, to cleanse my palate, I've got a, uh, putting it up to the camera. Wait, can you see that? A Lagunitas Citrusiness Pale Ale. Uh, everything from Lagunitas is really fucking good. It's a brewery, I think, in Northern California. Or wait, Petaluma, California? I don't know where the fuck that is. Uh, everything they make's good. It's just uh, a super citrusy uh, IPA. Ah, oh, that's good. Yeah, it's really good. And it's 7.5% and actually tastes Jesus, good. Jesus, bud. Yeah, We're I'm not going to make it do this. Oh, no, no, we'll be fine. I've got here my Jericho. So... Jericho is uh, vodka and tap water. <laughs> For all you Laurel Yanni fucks in here, you stumbled <laughs> upon our bullshit. We appreciate yeah. you guys coming in. Make sure you check out liquortalk.com. Click on the Amazon banner and all the Google ads. Really fuck over Jeff Bezos. Hit that like, subscribe, leave a comment. You know, just subscribe. slam on that like, subscribe button, you guys. <laughs> Give a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we read all the comments. Hey, pin that tweet, bro. Uh, all right. So that's the end of the Laurel Yanni talk. It's time to get Wait, into. S- Wait, weren't we gonna do like our own scientific experiment with the different pitches? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So, Joel, you cooked up a pretty good idea. Uh, we want to see if you guys can tell the difference if we change like the pitch or speed of the Laurel or Yanni sound effect, and then see if it sounds like specifically that sound. So, uh, for this one, I'm gonna lower the decibels. By like, let's see. I'll crank it up to what do you think? Six. I don't know anything about decibels. And well, so so this decibels. will make it sound lower. So you'll probably hear Laurel. So here's the sound effect. Let's see if you can hear it. 
What, what did it that sounded that, like that, that sounded like Laurel. That little Laurel, yeah, I could, I could. That definitely hammers home. That's Laurel for me. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one, I'm actually gonna speed it up a little bit. So we'll speed it up plus three. Hmm. That one. I'm hearing Yanni on that one. Yeah, it's starting to kick in a little Yanni. I think those sciences might be right. Yeah, I think, okay, so now on this one, I'm going to change, you know how you can change like the settings on your speaker stereo to to go from like rock to like rap or whatever? Oh yeah, the EQ setting? Yeah, so I'm going to do EQ rock on this one. No, that's, that's interesting. I think we're back to Gary with that one. No, that was definitely, that was definitely Yeri. It was like Yeri, it sounded like. Like Gary Wells. Play it again. I, I I hear Gary. Okay, here it is. Laurel. <laughs> I thought I heard Laurel that time, but that's how I heard Laurel. Alright, hold on. Let me uh alright, so now I can put um I can put a resonance fader on it. So I'm gonna do that, see what we get here, bud. Play it again. That was definitely Yanni. Yeah, that was Yanni. That must be the residence chamber. I hope they put the that guy when he's doing his presentation for class puts in the residence chamber. I think that's a WWE pay-per-view. The residence chamber. <laughs> I'm gonna have to reapply re for my WWE network. <laughs> They're doing a residence chamber with fucking Triple H and Sheamus. <laughs> Alright, so that, I think that officially ends the, the Laurel versus Yeti debate. It's pretty clear. It's Gary. Bortles. Bortles. Uh, Alright, on to, uh, on to some other stuff here. Uh, we got a little news for you. You are fake news. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program with late breaking news. You are fake news. Alright. So, the Supreme Court has taken apart the ruling that sports gambling is legal and reinstated that we can now gamble on sports. Everywhere where it wasn't already legal in Vegas. Right. So, I think this changes nothing. <laughs> <laughs> At least for us. Uh so the way it works right now is the Supreme Court said states go at it. We're gonna we're gonna name it constitutional, but essentially it's up to the state to uh, determine whether or not it's legal in their state. Right. So that's how it's gonna work. So um, it's sort of like how marijuana is like it's still federally illegal, but all the states can make up their own own laws about it and and go at it. And so far, no one's like OD'd and fucking murdered up a school bus or anything. So that's been going well. So the government's like, hey. How about we start making some money on all these black people running into each other really fast? <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, so that means you can go. I think it's going to eventually get down to, like, Kino. Or, like, you can go into a bar and just start gambling. Right, yeah. I mean, ultimately, it's all. It's just going to be on your phone. 
you can be at like the Cavs Boston game and before tip off like your phone you'll get like an HQ notification like it's about to be tip off you want to throw some cash at LeBron getting a triple dub or you want to throw a little on Marquise Morris getting a fucking technical foul in the third quarter yeah it's gonna be like a, a text notification from Ohio.gov or like <laughs> yeah. California.org or whatever California has be like I got a got a sweet insider line about this Jets plus 350 against the Bears. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think right now it's not going to change much because people that are gambling are going to gamble. Like, no one actually goes to Vegas to make bets. Everyone, there's like, there's all these internet websites where you can, uh, where you can basically gamble. And I don't know, they run your money through a bank account in like, you know, St. Mar- Martin or something and, and run it back. Uh, so we, we've been gambling for years if we wanted right. to. Rams. I bet Rollins is probably on with Sport Fanatic right now, yelling at him about how come it's not legal yet in Ohio. But um, <laughs> the thing about it being legal is sweet, though. Like you don't have to worry about if you actually win and how you're gonna get your money out. Right. That's the hardest part about the bootleg gambling we've been doing, not through Vegas, is that most bank bank systems don't want you like they just give you trouble trying to get your money back out and it's a huge pain in the ass you gotta like so i won i won 200 bucks last year through whatever bovado or whatever whatever bovado turned into like bo dog vado and uh they wouldn't send it to my paypal they had to give it to me in bitcoin so i got like 0.34 cunt hairs of a bitcoin because because <laughs> bitcoin was like nine thousand dollars so i got a tiny fraction of one which i then had to transfer into a litecoin which then like that day happened to go up like 300 percent, and then i sort of got into the bitcoin game <laughs> it was a whole <laughs> fucking tragic fucking trajectory that these grease balls sent me on Oh my god! I've actually never experienced uh, trying to withdraw money from a gambling site because I've never actually won. Mm. So I mean, but yeah, ultimately nothing's gonna change. I don't think all of a sudden we're gonna have a bunch of fucking degenerates wandering around like, oh fuck, I lost my whole gig. My wife left me. Like, my kids won't talk to me because I, I put it all on the Spurs next year. <laughs> right, that's not gonna start happening. Yeah, if you're if you're already fucked from gambling. You probably already are fucked. Right. Yep. Uh, but this rolls in nicely because uh, Browns Browns got some big news. The Browns are going to be featured on Hard Knocks. Ow. The HBO yep. series that basically follows the team through training camp. Every year they pick a, a different team and, and they've got cameras everywhere. And you get to see what the coaches are talking about. You get to see players getting cut, which is fucking... I mean... It'd be like watching you like walk into a room and get fired from your job. Like, it's pretty That's, fucking yeah. crazy. <laughs> like, it's pretty. Uh, it's like, it's really good reality TV. And that, that music at the beginning. You see him out, Manuel Agba bench pressing or something bullshit. It's gonna start with you jumping in the lake. Yeah, they're definitely gonna do a huge bit on Hugh jumping in the lake. If that's not how it's, the first episode starts, they're fucking stupid. Right. So it's gonna be Hugh oh, jumping prop- in the lake, and it's gonna be the like some charity event, and trying not to make us look like assholes, and uh, and then it's probably gonna be a lot of Josh Gordon like trying to stay sober for like the first episode. Right. I mean the. Like you can't make the Browns look any worse than they are now. Like they're one and thirty-one in the last two years. Right. They've 
are literally on the worst stretch of any team ever, even the Odin 16 Lions. Yeah, it's a bummer that, that we took that from the Lions because I really like to talk about how shitty Detroit is, and that now we're fucking just as shitty as them. Yeah. The one thing I was thinking that Hard Knocks is going to do, because I know Dorsey, our GM, was not a fan. He didn't he didn't want the Browns to be on Hard Knocks because it's just it's added attention and added pressure and different things like that. But I was thinking the silver lining of this is Hugh Jackson might actually try a little bit this year, like to look good in front of the cameras, right? Instead of just being a exactly fuck. right. So like oh, because they always do that scene where the coach is up at like five o'clock in the morning, driving <laughs> into the old facility. We got to really work hard today, guys. We're just trying to win games. We got to work hard. Yeah. Yeah, I think it might. He might set his alarm a little bit earlier this year. Yeah, I, I know he's probably like coming as soon as he found out about this he probably had to sit down with his wife and kids and was like okay listen when they show up and talk to us i was never here i've been at the facility every day for 16 <laughs> hours you guys never fucking see me got it everyone on the same page here we don't spend any time together there's no fucking movie nights we don't play monopoly you guys are fucking really pissed off at my career choice all right everyone got it all right <laughs> Meanwhile, he's, he's down in the basement playing Fortnite. He <laughs> was fucking streaming, watching fucking Ninja play, probably. <laughs> I gotta try that. Good thing I hired Todd Haley. I got a lot more free time. Yeah, last... But Todd Haley's at the bar. Fucking <laughs> slam on his goddamn Camaro. Peel out in the parking lot. I can't wait for this scene where it's the Todd fucking lights the tires up in the team parking lot. <laughs> On the IROC Z. That's good. And they play the song, She's My Cherry Pie. <laughs> Guns and Roses' appetite for destruction. <laughs> he hugs a, a Bud Light bottle out and hits the facility. <laughs> some fucking guy, some ball boy's gotta go mop up his broken beer bottles around his car before he leaves for work. <laughs> and then Greg Williams is shouting at the ball boy, You locked that up like a pussy. You wanna be a pro? <laughs> Yeah, this season's got a lot of potential. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, Mayfield's already doing like a docu-series of people following him around, so it's not going to be a change for him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see how Mayfield is around. He's. I think this will also be good for him because I think it'll give him a chance to be exposed a little bit more to like the bright lights and not be such a fuckhead, you know, with cameras in front of him. I mean... It's like anything else. If like your first few interviews, you're gonna say stupid shit. So if he's exposed to like cameras and that shit, you know, before a lot of other rookies, I, I would say that's gonna help him. Yeah, uh, he's a Heisman winner, dude. He's already been like way beyond. Well, all all five of those quarterbacks got fucking grilled this last two months. But I'm just saying, like, with this extra exposure, I think that's a that's a just a bonus for him. Yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of the draft, Joel, I'm actually, uh, fucking famous. I don't know if you heard. I did a little post on liquortalk.com. Uh, our buddies, one of our podcast, our favorite podcast, sports podcast we listen to is Around the League. Joel, do you agree? Yeah, it's the NFL, Around the NFL with, like, Greg Rosenthal, Chris Wessling. Mark, Mark Sessler and, uh, Hansis, Dan Hansis, the the old Zeuser. And uh, yeah. they they were doing this bit where they basically bet on they do prop bets on what's gonna happen during the draft. Jesus Christ, Joel, <laughs> sucking back at Grandpa's old cough medicine. <laughs> yeah, bud. Sorry uh, for the podcast people. Joel just took a fucking basically just leaned his head back in his chair, fell down, drank a whole beer, and then threw it at the wall. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, on that podcast, they were talking about some of the bets for the draft, and one of the bets that Mark Sussler made was, what the fuck was that? I was uh, doing my taxes, bud. One of the bets that was made was that uh, Mike Mayock during the draft would lose his mind because of all the stupid shit that they're doing on the second day to make things interesting, like having animals make draft picks. So I purposely went out of my way to take screenshots of when the when this parrot for Tampa Bay made a draft pick, which, by the way, it was just some hot chick with the parrot on her shoulder that made the draft pick. And I wrote this article that said Mike Mayhawk loses, com- goes c- completely apoplectic and loses his mind. And I posted like that, and I sent it to sent it to the guys on Twitter, and they actually fucking responded on their podcast. Like it's like two hundred. I don't. How many people do you think listen there? Like two hundred fifty thousand people every single time. Yeah, they got a, they got a big listenership. Yeah, so they gave me a shout. So here's here's that clip. Uh, and then your the whole the whole Mike Mike Mayock thing you had going on. Uh, I don't think you trended on Twitter. Uh, it was kind of a nothing bird. It's I, I thoroughly that. lost this. Actually, looking back, as I told you downstairs, Dan and yes. Wes, this was a bad job by me because I should have known a little bit more that the nature of Mayock would know that this was on going to be a thing, and that he would, he would in a skillful way, he he completely ignored it. She's not anyone's clown. Shout out to listener Cody Darmos, who actually created a fake article in which he He described Mike Mayock as being apoplectic. He he attempted to help me out. (laughs) Mark (laughs) Five. That's awesome. Uh, That is awesome. So shout out to the Around the League for giving me a shout out. That fucking made my day when I heard it. Uh, would have been a lot cooler if you would have mentioned liquortalk.com, you sons of bitches. <laughs> get a little yeah, if they would have also mentioned the click through the Amazon. Thing <laughs> yeah, get a little fucking show a little love for the website, boy. But anyway. Yeah, those guys are cool. Yeah. They listen to them. They listen to us. Yeah, doing good stuff. Uh, on a sadder note, which sounds weird, going from the Browns to the Cavs, but the Cavs are in a fucking tailspin. They're now 0-2 to the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference semifinals, or finals, finals. Right. Um, so I think uh, Brad Stevens might actually be a really good coach. And Ty Lu might just be a figurehead. He might just be a shit puppet. Yeah. It's so, all right. So the Cavs are down 0-2. They've gotten their dicks kicked in in two straight games in Boston. So technically, you could say, okay, well, no one's lost a, a game at home yet. So if the Cavs just win these two games, it's se- series is even, right? Yeah, it'd be 2-2. Two, two. Um, but here's my thing. is The narrative is that this is, oh, LeBron's supporting cast is so bad. It's never He's got to carry the whole team. Like, he won a championship with Mozgov, Delavadova, J.R. Smith, the same J.R. Smith everyone's talking shit about now. I'm on Shumpert. These guys all played meaningful minutes in a championship fucking ring year. Right. But when he won it, he had Kyrie. So that's the difference. So, and, and Kyrie left and we, there was no trade that we were, there was no superstar. We were going to get back for Kyrie Irving. So it's, I don't know. Yeah. The whole, like, let's shit on LeBron's teammates this year thing. It just, I don't really understand it. Like this team's fine. The problem is that we don't try to run plays, and the coach doesn't do anything, and LeBron just goes, okay, I'll try to score as much as I can. When I get tired, Kevin Love, you do your thing. When you're tired, uh, it's up to, like, George Hill and Jordan Clarkson to go ISO. But they, there's no, like, plays. Like, it's not basketball. Right. Like, I recently lost my cable, and I 
had it on my computer. I just I randomly look over and it's Rodney Hood dribble like 20 seconds on the shot clock. Dribble, 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 dribble. Eight seconds on. He he goes in for a layup, gets blocked, <laughs> and that was the play. Right. Rodney Hood, like the eighth guy. That was the play. And then because you were watching it on the grease site, I had to explain to you that it was actually George Hill. <laughs> oh, it was George Hill. <laughs> but that Joel, you you fucking nailed my point home because all those guys, the difference between Kyrie and Hood, Clarkson, and Hill, which is the, sort of the trio that's that's replacing him, is Kyrie was so fucking quick, he never got his shots blocked and could make create shots and get to their hole. Those guys aren't as good. They need to come off of picks and come off of plays and be open or you know, have like better opportunities. And right. the crazy thing is, when you have LeBron, those things happen. You can get double teams on LeBron. You can get people cheating towards LeBron to create good things for those other players. But LeBron just goes, okay, I'm tired. I'm going to go wander over here for this whole play. George Hill slash Rodney Hood, go do your, go do your ISO ball. And, and it's just, we don't, we don't have a coach. LeBron thinks he's the coach. And like, that's the pro like everyone wants to talk shit about the team. It's partially LeBron's fault for like this whole fucking debacle. Yeah, it is a little bit of LeBron's fault. Um, I think Simmons is right on this one. Bill Simmons, when he talks about if LeBron just would say, like, I'm going to be here for the next four years and still sign year to year, like, they would probably be able to get a few extra good free agents that are, you know, that like, oh, okay, he's going to be here for a while. I know what's going to happen versus I have no idea what's going to happen. When he leaves, I might be fucked. Right. I, I might want to get the fuck out of here now. I think it's even more so for a coach, or, or not even necessarily a coach, because I think LeBron said, "Hey, I don't want a real coach in here," which I, which I also blame on LeBron. Like, don't you think a, a real coach would give us a chance? I don't know. I mean, as you see with the the Celtics, they lost their two best, their supposedly two best players, um, that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum guys. Those guys are both really good. Right. But, um, they lost Gordon Hayward and Kyrie, and they're still whooping ass. Right. Yeah, so they I, the ball. They're they're a good basketball team. I just I think you had to, you have to have a coach that has like enough gravitas to stand up to LeBron, which is the problem. So I don't. It would have to be like Phil Jackson or something to say like, hey, like we're no, we're not gonna do this iso ball thing. Like you can do iso ball, but when you're tired and you want to fucking take a playoff, you need to draw a double team and then we run a playoff that. Did you uh, listen to that Bill Simmons uh, podcast with David Griffin, the old Cavs GM? I did, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. So by the sounds of it, LeBron might be smarter than half the coaches in the league anyway. I get that. I think that's part of it. But if he really was, he would know that what he's doing is hurting the team. What, scoring like 100 points a game? I mean, it looks good when you're going against the, the Toronto Crafters. <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, you can't you can't depend on your fucking Yanni fadeaways to just fall in every game, right? All right, we're uh, we're coming to a close here, but we do have one thing left to talk about. Just to our bonus feature on shoot. <laughs> so uh, in Canada, at a Tim Hortons, a lady walked in and attempted to ask to use the restroom without uh, buying anything, was refused access to the restroom, pulled her pants down, backed up against the counter, shit on the floor, picked up her recently shitted fecal matter, and flung it at the employees. 
This was fucking crazy. There's a lot going on here. Let's break, break this, down. Break like. down the film. I'm gonna. Like, fu- it, I'm gonna play the video right now. Like the people, there's well, no sound. So it's good for a pod. Just Google search like um, Tim, Tim Horton's woman, and it will complete the rest of it. Yeah. And then just watch the video. So this lady comes in. She's pretty irate right off the bat. She's moving her hands a lot. The guy at the counter is like, I mean, like if we had to do a reenactment right here, it's basically like, uh, ma'am, sorry, you know, you have to buy something if you want to use the restroom. I'm sorry. I gotta take a shit. I understand that, but the 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 restrooms for patrons only, ma'am. I'm really sorry. So I'm a fucking patron. See what I'm gonna do right now, ma'am. No, we're gonna call the police if you do that now. No, pull your pants back up. Go, pull them up. Fucking police. Go, fucking police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. So that's pretty much what happens. But yeah, she, and she's savvy too. Like, before she takes the shit, after she yells at the guy at the counter, she grabs like four napkins, backs up against the counter, dumps. Throws the shit at him and then wipes her ass and throws some napkins no, at him. Like she's done this before. Like, this is <laughs> oh, this oh. is her first time. This is not like, a spur of the moment situation. Like I meant, like if I were to do that, I'd be like, wait, how far do I actually lean down? Or no, hers was a a very smooth, good footwork type of move. It was she a... just backed up against like a little ledge thing and. <laughs> It just came out perfectly. Is Squatty Potty a, a sponsor? Is this potentially a viral ad for Squatty Potty and we're all just fucking fools, Joel? Uh, maybe. I didn't even think about that. This is some good fucking viral pub for them. But, uh, yeah, so she's done definitely done this before. And I doubt that she really had to shit that bad. Because if she did, it wouldn't come out in a, a form that you could actually throw it. It would just spill all over so, the So, I've watched it too many times and it's... It leaks out a little at the end, but it's not. It's not like one of those dumps well, where you don't have to wipe. Like she. Well, well I obviously, mean, yeah. But I, well, hold on. A, she's obviously a crazy person. <laughs> oh yeah, police know about her. At the end of the article I read on BuzzFeed, it said the police are aware of this woman. Right, right. So I mean, I'm guessing it wasn't like she did. She didn't have to. It wasn't like she sp- she like checked her iPhone. Like I usually spend like five minutes fucking reading news articles on my phone when I take a shit. Like she had to go. <laughs> right, but like when I'm like in the point where like oh god, I gotta pull over my car and I gotta go somewhere now. It's not throwable. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. I don't. Maybe she's she's on a keto diet or. Or wait, what's the opposite of a keto diet? She eats a lot of fiber? She eats whatever makes you crazy and have to shit. <laughs> yeah. And that's, uh, that's the Yanni versus Laurel pod. Laurel, Laurel. Uh, make sure you check out liquortalk.com. Check out the, the YouTube page, Liquor Talk, and follow us on Twitter and Facebook at the Liquor Talks. And at Barry the Bear. And that's it for today's show. Make sure you tune in next week for another riveting episode of Let the Liquor Do the Talking with Joel and Cody. Pace. Oh, God damn it. Get to the chopper.
I think that pretty much sums it up.